At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Uh, so much going on this weekend. Uh, the college basketball bloodbath that occurred on Saturday. Uh, NBA action and historic things happening in the NBA here on Sunday. The first thing that we saw that was quite historic was the Warriors blowing a huge lead against the Mavericks. The Warriors lost a game when having a 20-point or more lead for the first time since November 14th, 2007. I mean, think about that. Uh, The Warriors lost in regulation after leading by more than 20 in a regular season game for the first time since November 14th, 2007 against the Pistons. The Warriors blew a 31-point lead in regulation to the Clippers in 2019. That is just absolutely incredible. And then we saw the Lakers completely just disappear against the Pelicans. LeBron James had his fifth, 500th, excuse me, his 500th career 30 point game. The third most. In NBA history, behind Wilt Chamberlain and Michael Jordan. And despite that, the Lakers got blown out. In fact, four times in his career, he has scored 30 points and his team has lost the game by 20. It could be over 30 or more than 20, but you know what I'm saying. Four times. Out of the 530-point games, four times, his team has lost by 20 or more. Two of those four have been this season with the Lakers. It's incredible. And moving forward, I don't know how anybody can back the Lakers. And Anthony Davis could be out for the remainder of the season now. The remainder of the season, he's expected to miss another four to five weeks with that um, with that foot sprain. 
four to five weeks remainder of the season. They play, first of all, I personally don't think that they're even going to make the playing tournament. That's how bad I think the Lakers are. They are a terrible team this year against the number. They're a terrible team just straight up wins and losses. They are right now two and a half games up on the Blazers who are the 11th seed. And it's not just the Blazers who are the 11th seed. The Spurs are one game back of the Blazers. So you got the Lakers as the ninth seed right now, two and a half games up on both New Orleans and Portland, three and a half games up on San Antonio. And the Lakers have the second most difficult schedule remaining. They play twice against the Suns, twice against the Warriors, once against the Jazz, once against the Sixers, once against the Cavs, twice against the Nuggets. I'm sorry, but this Lakers team, they're not even making the the playing round. But if they do, if there was some way that the Lakers wind up making it as that 10th seed or the 9th seed, they will be an underdog on the road. Well, no, if they're the 9th seed, they're playing uh, the 10th seed. Right? And then they're right. So seven, eight will play each other. The winner is the seven seed. The loser will then play the winner of nine, ten to try and get into the NBA postseason picture. The Lakers against the Pelicans, we just saw it. If the Lakers are the 10 seed and they have to go on the road, don't see it happening as well. And then you look at uh, what they would look like without Anthony Davis in the playoffs against maybe Minnesota and Carl Anthony Towns against the Clippers who could get healthy at the end of the year, maybe against the Pelicans or the Blazers or the Spurt. I'm sorry. But now what's going on here with the Lakers' future? They don't have a first-round pick next season or this offseason. So even if if they miss the playoffs, right, they miss the 10 seed, they wind up as one of the bottom 10 teams in the league. They're in that draft lottery. The ping-pong balls go their way. Guess what? Either Memphis or New Orleans gets that pick, depending on where it ends up. Think about that. The Lakers, according to ESPN, believe that with the expiring contract of Russell Westbrook, with Talon Horton Tucker, and first-round picks in 2027 and 2029, that they have enough to use in trades who wants Russell Westbrook I I, I don't who wants Russell Westbrook and and I saw an article 
somebody wrote an article about the Lakers could trade uh, Anthony Davis this offseason. If that's the case, ow, what, the, what, what the heck does this team look like? What does this team look like if Anthony Davis says, all right, I'm gonna, I want to trade? And I know the report uh, said that um, Chicago would be a place where Anthony Davis would waive a no-trade clause and say, I want to go home and just swap for DeMar DeRozan and some other players. Whatever whatever general manager LeBron wants, general manager LeBron's going to get. But this Lakers team is not going anywhere this season. It's funny, going into this year, they were thought of as top team in the Western Conference, NBA champion, looking at the odds preseason. It's crazy. Right now, the Lakers, to win the NBA title, plus 4,500. And I think that's just wasting money. They're plus, what are they? 2,000 to win the West. Again, burning money. Because I don't even think they get into the playing tournament. I think they miss the playoffs completely. And you can look in the Western Conference and find value on some other teams. Because I do think that the the Suns are a little vulnerable. They've shown you that over the last two games, these two losses. And there's always the potential that maybe Chris Paul doesn't come back on time, or he re-injures himself. And if that's the case, somebody else in the West is worth a look. The first team that jumps out to me is the Memphis Grizzlies. Why? Because they're the third best team in the NBA right now, number three seed in the Western Conference. But with the Warriors blowing this lead and losing on Sunday, Memphis is only a game and a half back of the Warriors for that two seed. Memphis right now is plus 1,100 to win the West. If they end up with the two seed in the Western Conference, and if it comes down to a Western Conference semifinals between them and the Warriors, the Grizzlies will have the home advantage if they're the two seed. So... At plus 1,100, I like that. The other team has got to be the Denver Nuggets. Denver right now is plus 1,500 to win the West. They are currently the sixth seed, but tied with Dallas for the five seed. They're two and a half games back of Utah for the four seed. Denver has won six straight, the longest current winning streak in the NBA. They've won eight of their last 10, and they're doing this all without two key players. If Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. return to this team to go along with Aaron Gordon and Nikola Jokic, this Denver Nuggets team is dangerous come playoff time. We all remember the Jamal Murray playoff game a couple of years ago. This is a guy that can take over a game, and with the way that the Nuggets have been playing so far this season, adding him and adding Porter, 
plus 1500 worth a sprinkle. Speaking of sprinkles and the futures market, Jason Weingarten will join us next, the Wide World, Wide World of Weingarten podcast, available on vcin.com and on wherever you get your podcasts from. We're going to talk a little Major League Baseball. Spring training games were supposed to start this weekend. Poor went out for the Major League Baseball spring training season and possibly regular season games. This is a very important week in baseball discussions. We'll talk about that coming up next. It's the look ahead here on VSIN. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start on your college hoops tournament betting with VSIN's full court bracket betting coverage starting Sunday, March 13th, with six hours of free live video streaming on vsin.com, including the full bracket reveal and opening lines for every game. The VSIN college hoops experts, including Greg Hoops Peterson, will analyze every game and discuss with the bookmakers making the lines to find the best early value. Don't wait for the lines to move. Start your bracket and round one tournament betting with the VSIN college hoops experts on Sunday, March. 13th at 6 p.m. Eastern, free on vcin.com. Also on vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from, you can find the wide world of Weingarten, hosted by Jason Weingarten. Joining me, Scott Seidenberg, here on the look ahead on vcin, the sports betting network. And Jason, I know that you've been following all the drama that's been unfolding with Major League Baseball. This is a very important week when it comes to the discussions. Do you ultimately feel there will be an agreement that has come to this week? Hey, Scott, how's it going? Um, I think it's possible that there is an agreement by the end of the week, but I'm not optimistic that they're going to hit this, this target deadline of tomorrow. I think, I think that tomorrow comes and goes and uh, you know, we're, we're probably going to lose at least a week or two of the the regular season at this point. If I had to guess, Mm. would you be okay with that? I mean, we don't know the baseball season is a marathon. I love it. I watch every single game, but 162 is a long season. Uh, How do you feel if the season gets shortened by maybe 10, 20 somewhat games? 
from sort of from the marathon perspective you mentioned, I'm okay with potentially losing, say, 20, 20 games of the regular season. What I think is unfortunate from a betting standpoint is losing an, a full spring training. Uh, you know, spring training lines tend to be a pretty good betting opportunity. And and losing uh, what, what's typically a, a good month of baseball betting early in the year is is more unfortunate to me than losing the early April games. I don't I don't love the early April games, especially when you're getting sort of bad weather teams that have to play day games. It's you know we could skip those games. It's fine. But where I'm really sad is the spring training. Yeah, snow games in Colorado, right? We can do without those uh, in the early part of the regular season. Uh, so let's say, let's say there is a, a shortened spring training, and we saw it last season, right, with the COVID, game, COVID cancellations. We had just a three-week spring training, and, and all these players complained that it was not enough time to get ready for the regular season. Is there anything that we could take away from the start of last year and translate that into good betting information for the start of this season if we have a similar shortened spring training? Typically, pitchers tend to be slightly ahead of hitters to to start the season just in terms of timing and everything. Um, If we see a a shortened spring training, you might see a, a slight uptick in in pitchers who aren't necessarily prepared to pitch as deep and early games as they would be. Cause you know, typically you need the all the, the, the full spring training to, to work, you know, your arm strength up. So you might see slightly shorter starts out of starters. You might also see a slight uptick in injuries specifically with pitchers just from, uh, you know, not, not having the, the full spring training, but, uh, that's mostly what I would look for is is injuries and uh, inability to pitch as deep early in the season. Nice. So maybe like some betting some first fives for the start of the Major League Baseball season, right? Yeah, I mean, even even five innings, a lot of guys won't even be able to go go five innings. You're looking more like three or four. Wow. So, you know, the, the five innings is tough now, even in in, in you know uh, just. Baseball, you've seen pitchers go go shorter amounts now. When you're trying to look at these teams, I know it's hard now because we could uh, we can see uh, player movement, right? Like we don't know um, the Yankees have decisions to make about their roster. We know that a player like Freddie Freeman could even be on the move as well. So, uh, is there any team right now that you're kind of not betting on, but keeping an eye on? Should we get a Major League Baseball season soon? You know, I I, I think the uh, the NL East is is just kind of so stacked with with four teams in the Marlins that are all you know incredibly competitive and and I wonder um, are are the Phillies done adding? You know, do the Phillies have room to add Carlos Correa? They they have an opening at shortstop and an owner that likes to open the checkbook. So you know, I wonder if if that's not a move. That's that's flying under the radar more than say Freddie Freeman to the Braves or Freddie Freeman to the Dodgers is more likely. But mm-hmm. I wonder if Carlos Correa is the kind of guy who could move the needle on the Phillies a little bit. That's interesting. I kind of like that. If he does play there, I think that uh, maybe Correa in the MVP market would be interesting. Speaking of the MVP market, I talked about this uh, a week ago or so. 
Aaron Judge, I know the number's not that, it's not short, it's not long. I think it was like 15, 16, 1700, something like that. But if the Yankees don't give him an extension this, like now, he's going into this year with the potential to hit free agency. Do you think that that could be a huge motivating factor for a guy like Aaron Judge? And would that be a good look to be the M- to, to be an MVP bet? A guy who is certainly looking at a massive payday this offseason. I don't mind Judge at all. I'd probably look a little closer to 20 to 1, but, but I don't hate it around 16 or 17 like you mentioned. I think the thing with Judge isn't so much the contract here. It's staying healthy. Yeah. You know. That that's all it comes down to. If he could stay healthy, he can easily hit fifty home runs, fifty-five home runs, and all the attentions on on Vlad Jr. in Toronto. Aaron Judge could easily replicate Vlad's numbers, if not beat them. So, you know, you're, you're getting uh, the same sort of player profile as Vlad Jr. at three or four times the price. I absolutely like it, especially considering the Yankees could easily win the division. Is there any future? I know you talked about, uh, I believe, Rookie of the Year. Did you place any other futures? So far, it's mostly been Rookie of the Year. Okay. I bet uh, O'Neal, I bet O'Neal Cruz this this last week when Westgate opened their numbers, um, and then then in the event that there is a lockout and the season gets shortened, if we go past you know twenty games, and I, I mentioned this before, but if if 160 games comes 140 games comes 120 games, I bet the Baltimore Orioles to to win the division at 200 to one. Oh, wow! And I, I I bet the Nationals to win the the NL East at 50 to one. I think the shorter the seasons go, the the higher the variances, and I think the the Nationals are, are a little bit underrated in the the NL East. I was actually going to talk about this with uh, Will Will Hill tomorrow on his. Uh, uh, New York City podcast, the New York City cast. Do you think that it would be wise, like a, a decent betting strategy, to bet on a team like the Orioles every single game when you consider the numbers that will be laid out for them? It's, it's, I don't want to say yes to blindly bet the Orioles because you have to take into account that teams like the Orioles often when they're in these prolonged rebuilding situations, they're, they're not necessarily trying to win, mm-hmm. which doesn't mean they're, they're, they're not going, you know, they're, they're going out there and trying to lose, but, but the, the team and the players are not being put in a position, you know, where winning is, is the goal. And, you know, there, there are certain teams like the diamondbacks were a team like that last year where, where people kept betting them and saying, Oh, look at all this value I'm getting. And I just remember a guy falling over, after he was rounding second base or something. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I think I'm just not going to bet on this team anymore. They're clearly, you know, not, not trying as hard. Well, um, they, they could have, uh, Orioles could have a, you know, rookie of the year possibility and Adley Rutschman. And if you're getting them at like plus 400 on a daily basis, might be worth a look. The, the way I describe it, um, Stephen A. Smith once described a draft pick as being two years away from being two years away. <laughs> I think Baltimore, Baltimore is still probably a year away from being a year away. Yeah. But it, they've invested so much in this rebuild that, you know, the Giants last year, the Giants were so far ahead of where everyone thought they were or where they should be that, you know, could Baltimore surprise to the upside? 
Sure, why not? You know, the Nationals, they could rebound. Um, like I said, the, the shorter the season gets, the more lucrative I, I think the long shots become, especially when you consider the Marlins made the playoffs the last time we had a, uh, a shortened season. Yeah, that's a great point. Jason, appreciate the time as always, and we'll be listening and watching the wide world of Wine Garden. Thanks for having me. Always fun. There he is, Jason Weingarten. Be sure to catch the podcast. Go to vcin.com slash podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. The wide world of Weingarten. Jason uh, has a very unique way of looking at sports betting uh, and, and some of his other hobbies as well, card collecting and, and things like that. So he finds a lot of long-term betting value in the futures market. Hit that Shohei Otani last season at a really good number. So be sure to check him out. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air. It's the look ahead here on VSIN. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, is brought to you by Zin Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smuggling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipments to deal with. Zin nicotine pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zin, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zin. So head on over to zin.com slash find and locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Uh, my thanks to Jason Weingarten. We talked about little Major League Baseball last segment, and there was an interesting thread of tweets uh, earlier here on Sunday, I believe it was. or I mean, It might have been a couple of days. Yeah, I think it was Sunday. Tweeted out by uh, Jim Passon, who's a, um, uh, a baseball author, a stat guy, and he talked about Mike Trout who has played 1,288 games in his career. You can divide that into eight 161-game chunks. And a Major League Baseball regular season is 162. Now, no one plays a full 162 anymore. But let's just say if you break down Mike Trout's games played into eight Major League Baseball seasons, these are his numbers. 32 homers, 93 RBIs. 26 homers, 92 RBI. 38 homers, 118 RBIs. 42 homers, 92 RBIs. 29 homers, 99 RBIs. 46 homers, 100 RBIs. 44 homers, 96 RBIs. And 53 homers, 126 RBIs. This guy is a once-in-a-generation talent. And if healthy, is the best player in Major League Baseball. And it's going to be, it's a short number for him to win the most valuable player, but he's your best bet, right? Not in terms of the number or the value, but when you look at just Mike Trout and his ability to do what he can do, right now to be the home run leader in Major League Baseball, Trout is plus 1,400. To be the RBI leader in Major League Baseball, Trout is plus 1,600. To be the hits leader, 
Trout is, well, he's way down the list to be the hits leader. He's never really a high hits guy, I guess. Plus 2,800 to be a hits leader. Uh, runs leader, he is plus 1,500. But, hey, home runs, plus 1,400. And RBIs, plus 1,600. I don't hate it. And to win the American League, the Angels, plus 1,500. To win the AL West, the Angels are plus 390. As opposed to the Astros, who are minus 145. But you got a healthy Shohei Otani, a healthy Mike Trout, a healthy Anthony Rendon. You got Noah Syndergaard now in your rotation behind Shohei Otani. Angels could be a dangerous team this season. Odds to win the World Series, the Angels are plus 3,000 to win the World Series. Just just worth bringing up. Scott Sadenberg here with you. It is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. There is a deadline of, uh, I believe, here Monday for Major League Baseball to get this thing done or else we will absolutely have a shortened regular season. Um, If they don't come to an agreement and they had six hours of meetings here on Sunday, if they don't come to an agreement here on Monday, the deadline is going to be pushed back. uh, Not the deadline. Opening day is going to be pushed back. We will not have opening day on March 31st. And I think it's worth taking a look at how teams did last year at the start of the Major League Baseball season. Because last season, there was a shortened um, spring training at three weeks. And a lot of people complained it was not um, not enough time to get ready for a season. And when you look at the teams last year, and I'm trying to see, look for the teams that got out to a good start last season. In the first month of the season last year, so if we go back to, um, let's say, oh, I guess let's go July last season, right? If the computer will allow me to go to July last season. Or let's go to actually August. And last season, the Yankees got off to a fast start. 8-1 and one last year. Baltimore got off to a good start last year. They were... Let's go to the team's first 10 games. So let's... Uh, we'll fast forward... And go to the teams the first, I guess, 10 games or so. So, let's see. The Yankees started out. Okay. Here, here we go. Yankees started out 9-2 and two last year. Baltimore started out 5-6. and six. Toronto, 4-5. and five. Tampa, 5-7. and seven. Boston, 4-8. Minnesota jumped out to a 10-2 and two record last season. Oakland, an 8-4 and four record. Miami started out hot last year. Five and one, they had a bunch of canceled games. Atlanta 
started out eight and five. Chicago, the Cubs had a 10 and two start to the season. And Colorado jumped out to an eight and three start to the season. Now, why do I bring this up? Because if we have a similar shortened training period, I think there's something to be said about the organizations that do a better job of getting their players ready to start the season. And this could just be the training staff, uh, the coaches, how they operate a shortened spring training, what type of, um, you know, what type of drills that I have players doing, what type of, uh, you know, just physical preparation or the, 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 the physical toll that it takes on these players. How are the training staffs managing these players' injuries or lack thereof? What are they doing conditioning-wise? How are they getting their teams ready in only three weeks? Maybe even less. And those are the teams that, if they did a good job last year of getting their teams ready in a short period of time so that they started the season out on a good, successful run, why can't they do it again? And the teams that struggled out of the gate last year, why is it? Why were the players not ready to play at the start of the season? That's what that, that's what I'd like to see with these records. That's why I wanted to look this up and see, okay, the Yankees got off to a great start last year. Maybe the Yankees training staff just does a better job than other teams in getting their players ready in a shorter amount of time. Minnesota got off to a great start. 10 and 2. Maybe they just do a great job of their training. Same thing with the Cubs, 10 and 2. Colorado, 8 and 3. So we're going to have a shortened training, spring training to get ready for the season. I think those teams could be worth a look uh, at the start of the year. And right now, if there's no if there's no agreement here on Monday, we will not have opening day on March 31st, which is just such a bummer here in Major League Baseball. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We got to get into uh, a short NHL slate here on Monday, just three games, uh, but also the NBA schedule here for Monday has some interesting opportunities on the board. You got a good matchup in the Eastern Conference between the top two seeds in Miami and Chicago. You also have matchups with some bottom-tier teams, which one of those bottom-tier teams provides the best chance to come away with a win and a cover on your Monday schedule. We'll get into all of that coming up next. Once again, you can hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air. It's S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Hit us all up on the network at VSIN Live. This is The Look Ahead right here on VSIN, the sports betting network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game in every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including Greg Hoops-Peterson, on every key team, conference, and player to watch, from the favorites to the potential Cinderella's. Sign up today and get the betting guide, plus full access to VSIN through April 5th for only $19 at vsin.com slash madness. Scott Satterberg back here with you, and it's The Look Ahead here on VSIN V. Sports Betting Network. Speaking of college hoops, uh, busy day here on Monday. The Northeast Conference Tournament will get underway. Uh, it is the first conference tournament to tip off, and the first game will be between Central Connecticut and Fairleigh Dickinson. First round of the uh, tournament there in New Jersey. Fairleigh Dickinson, three-and-a-half-point favorites against Central Connecticut. That is the only game of the NEC tournament that will take place here on Monday. Uh, you also have Syracuse, North Carolina uh, in Chapel Hill. Tar Heels are seven and a half point favorites. You got, uh, let's see, number 25, Iowa is at home against Northwestern. Iowa laying 10 and a half. Number nine, Texas Tech laying 12 and a half at home against Kansas State. Big game in the Big 12 with number 10 Baylor at number 20 Texas. Baylor is a point and a half favorite. Is this a letdown spot for Baylor after their win against Kansas on Saturday? That is the question that is going to be on everybody's minds. Do you take Texas as the home dog here? Baylor is just a half game back of Kansas for the Big 12 regular season title. Two games left on their schedule here against Texas and against Iowa State. Uh, Elsewhere on the schedule here on Monday, 
You got, uh, let's see, Fresno State is 10.5-point uh, favorites at home against New Mexico. UCLA, number 12 team in the nation, on the road at Washington. They are laying 10 and a half. Taking a look at the NBA schedule. Here's what we got on Monday. Timberwolves at the Cavs. Minnesota, a point and a half favorite. The Pacers are at the Magic. Orlando is one and a half point favorites. The Nets will host the Raptors. Toronto, a two and a half point favorite on the road. Bulls are at the Heat. Miami laying three and a half. Spurs at the Grizzlies. Memphis, eight and a half point favorites. Hornets are at the Bucks. Milwaukee is laying 10 at home. And the Kings at the Thunder. Sacramento, minus four and a half. That Bulls Heat game, going to be very interesting. Two of the top teams there in the Eastern Conference standings. You guys know how high I am on this Miami Heat team. And I'll back Miami, most likely, in this spot. Uh, Chicago, they uh, lose to the Grizzlies on Saturday, John Morant scored 46 points in that game. Uh, and there was a comeback. I mean, they were they were trailing big. They came back. They only lose by six. So a valiant effort here. Uh, DeRozan certainly still in the MVP conversation. The streak was snapped as he only had 31 points. Uh, but he still scored over 30. And DeRozan has scored now over 30 in um, a lot of games right now. Uh, the streak now of DeRozan scoring over 30 is at, where are we? Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 10 straight games scoring over 30 points for DeMar DeRozan. Um, but I really just like this Heat team. And uh, at home, I will likely back them here against the Chicago Bulls. Dive into that one a little bit more tomorrow. But as of right now, I lean the Miami Heat. I also lean the Grizzlies. I think they'll blow out the Spurs. So maybe maybe like a Grizzlies Heat money line parlay could be something to look into there. Uh, I'm not afraid of the eight and a half point spread. I think Memphis wins by double digits against the Spurs in uh, that one, especially at home. Uh, other elsewhere, Cavs, Tib, Timberwolves could be interesting. Cavs is a short home underdog. Uh, the Nets as a short home underdog. Sometimes you never know what you're going to get from the Brooklyn Nets. No Kyrie Irving, obviously, in that game just yet. Still some uncertainty with this whole New York City vaccine mandate being lifted because there's some language in the the law that or, or whatever the policy is right now that actually says it's very strange but it says pretty much if you read it correctly and a lot of people are having trouble breaking this thing down that Kyrie still can't play for the Nets at home but he can be in the building I I, I don't know it's something to do with, like, he, he, there's no longer a vaccine mandate, so he can be at the Barclays Center. He can sit there and watch the game, but he can't, as the as an employee, operate. Like, he, he can't work without a vaccine. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's all very confusing. You can sit there and watch the game, but you can't play? I mean, really? 
What's what's the difference here? Uh, so that's all bizarre. I'm sure it's going to get worked out over the next uh, coming week or so. So still waiting on the opportunity for Kyrie Irving to play home games for the Brooklyn Nets. But they'll be with Adam here against the Raptors. And uh, we'll see if the uh, Nets uh, makeshift crew can hold things down until Kevin Durant comes back, until uh, Goran Dragic makes his debut, uh, and Ben Simmons makes his debut, and then Kyrie Irving's able to play full-time. And we'll see what the Nets look like. On your NHL schedule, it is uh, just a short schedule here on Monday. Three games. You got the Canucks at the Devils, the Maple Leafs at the Capitals, and the Bruins at the Kings. Couple of interesting things to note here with this NHL schedule is right now you have the Devils minus 125 at home against the Canucks. This is a Canucks team that just beat up on the Rangers for nothing and has 26 wins on the season. The Devils, not so good. Well, what this line is telling me is that Thatcher Demko is not playing for Vancouver. So they'll be without their number one goaltender. Yaroslav Halak will be in net. Looking at that factor, honestly, I don't like backing the Canucks, but I, I can't back the Devils. You know, I just, I, I can't. I would look towards the over in that game. With, with Demko not playing, Canucks will give up some goals. The Devils, we know, give up a ton of goals. I like the over six in that game. Toronto and, uh, and uh, Washington. Toronto right now is at minus 130. Total of six in that one. Kind of like the total as well there. Both teams can score. Could be an over game. Uh, And then Bruins at the Kings is right now Boston minus 135. L.A. has been playing. L.A.'s hot right now. L.A. has won five straight games. They've won. They started the win. They've won uh, seven of their last eight games. And the scores in those games, 5-2-4-1-3-2-5-3-4-3-5-3-4-3. I think you're giving me the Kings as an underdog. I, I got to take it. I got Boston's playing good as well. Boston's won four straight games. Brad Marchand's back. He scored two goals. They beat the Sharks 3-1 to one the other day. It's the third game of a road trip. This is a team that also beat the Avalanche 5-1 to one at home, which was surprising last week. But you're giving me this L.A. team as an underdog. Uh, I think I might have to jump on that. I might have to. Maybe do like a plus a goal and a half at some uh, minus money, parlay it with something else. But... I might take a flyer on the Kings as a dog. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. It's a busy week ahead of us. Conference tournaments, some of them will get underway. A couple of the small conferences this week. But we are gearing up towards the start of the major conference tournaments next week. NBA season winding down. NHL season heating up. And we will find out the latest with Major League Baseball. Will we have spring training games or not? Coming up soon. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's The Look Ahead here on v the Sports Betting Network. 
With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.